Well, hello, it is so good to be with you today. If you've been following along, coming to Sisterhood, listening to the podcast, paying attention to this semester, you know that we've been talking about community and how important it is. And something that I really appreciate about talking about community is that we're not just saying, oh, this is a good thing that I should do. This is a good thing that should be in my life. But it is more than just engaging with something um, in our hand or engaging with something that's sitting on our desk, but actually engaging with people because that is when you get to really benefit from the gifts that are hidden within community. And what I love about this particular community is that we will be encouraging. Pastor Becca defined encouragement for us as giving courage, to give or increase confidence, to embolden. I love all of those phrases and I hope that we'll keep them in mind as we're going through this teaching today because it's going to fit as we talk about encouragement today. There are going to be times in your life when you are the one who needs to be encouraged. Life presses in on us, right? I think of Esther. It was put on her shoulders to be an advocate for the entire people of Israel that were living in the kingdom at the time. Her uncle said to her, you have to go before the king. And she's like, I haven't been summoned. And then after she prayed and after she spent time thinking and going before the Lord, she said, I will go before the king and if I perish, I perish. But she needed the encouragement of not only her uncle, but also the women that she called around her to be with her in that very pressing time. I think of Joshua, after Moses died, he needed to be encouraged. If you go back and look in the book of Joshua, multiple times you hear the Lord saying to him, be strong and courageous, be strong and very courageous because I am going to be with you. There are definite times when life presses on us and we need to be encouraged. Then there are gonna be times when we need to encourage ourselves. King David in 1 Samuel chapter 30, he and his men went and fought a battle. And when they came back home, they saw that all of their family, all of their livestock had been stolen. And so it says in this chapter that they wept bitterly and they were so upset, obviously, because everything had been stolen from them. And there's a scripture in verse 6 of 1 Samuel chapter 30 where it says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. In Psalms chapter 42, the entire psalm is one of encouragement, but it comes to a place where it says, soul, why are you downcast? Put your hope in God. Ladies, sometimes we have to encourage ourselves. The theme verses for this teaching today um, are found in Ephesians 4.29. It says, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that our words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And I know it might seem like a, a tall order that everything that we say would be good and helpful. But ladies, can I tell you that people who belong to Jesus and have been full have been filled with the Spirit of God, you can have the things that come out of your mouth be helpful and encouraging to those who are around you. Now, for some of us, if you're anything like me, that might mean that maybe you don't say anything at all. 
I don't know if you had moms or dads or teachers that would say to you, if you don't have something nice to say, then don't say anything at all. And so maybe that is the shift that we're going to be making in our hearts today because we want the things that come out of our mouth to be helpful and to be encouraging. Maybe we just hold our tongue. And by the Spirit of God, I believe that we can do that. Also, we're going to be looking at Proverbs 16.24. It says, kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. When I read this verse, I actually kind of laughed to myself because I've been on a bit of a health kick. And raw honey is very, very good for you. I've been making cough syrup. I've been giving honey to my kids because they're old enough to have raw honey. Honey has wonderful benefits for the body. And so I find it very interesting that in God's word, kind words are like honey. Not only are they sweet, they are healthy for the body. Um, it also made me think of when I was in junior high school, you know, you do different experiments, and there are experiments that you can do to see how a plant grows with kind words or unkind words. Now, I'm going to be honest, I did not actually do the experiment myself, but I've read about it and I've seen the research that's come from it. When I say research, that makes it sound like super, super official. It means that I read an article about how plants grow when they are given kind words versus they're given abusive words. When we hear kind words, our soul expands. We just lean in to the person who is giving us those kind words. But if the words that we are hearing are abusive or unkind or not helpful, eventually you begin to shrink back from the person where those words are coming from. Unkind words harm the soul. Maybe you're familiar with the phrase soul wounds. For those of you that are listening to my voice right now, I just want to speak healing to you in the name of Jesus. For the words that have been spoken to you that have wounded your soul. Because God wants to bring wholeness to you. We're going to focus today, though, not on when we need encouragement or when we even need to encourage ourselves, but when we encourage others. I want to talk to you about empathy versus sympathy. Both of these are very, very important. But empathy is when we feel with someone, and sympathy is when you feel for someone. There's a space for it. There are things that happen in our world every day that cause us to sympathize with that situation. But in order to encourage someone, I think it would be really, really important to look at, are we empathizing with the one we are wanting to encourage? Romans 12.8 tells us that encouragement is actually a spiritual gift and that a special grace has been given to us to operate in spiritual gifts. It says, if your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging, which I love that not only is encouragement and encouraging others something that's nice to do, it's something that God gifts us to do. Everyone can be an encouragement to someone else. But that begs the question, how should I be an encouragement to someone else? Because we want to be sincere. We want to be authentic in our encouragement. We don't want to just say nice things just to say nice things. But full disclosure, sometimes I do make myself say nice things. I look for what is the nicest, truest thing that I can say. Have you been in that situation where someone has had a baby and the words that come out of your mouth are, it's a baby. Be. And it's okay because you know what? Everybody is beautiful to somebody. And if you're questioning right now whether or not I think your baby is beautiful, I think your baby is beautiful. And I'm not lying. 
So how do we encourage other people? Number one, we want to be rooted in Jesus and his word. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I often like to say, apart from me, you can do no thing. There isn't anything that we can do if we are not rooted and grafted into Jesus Christ and his word. 2 Timothy 3.16 tells us, all scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness. And so I want us to think about this for a moment. If we receive the word of God and recognize that it is good for teaching, I'm using it right now to teach us about being an encouragement in our communities. For rebuking, rebuking is not a bad thing. If you are rebuked about something, it is because someone loves you enough to cause correction to come into your life. And believe it or not, if we go back to the definitions that Pastor Becca shared with us about encouragement, to give or increase confidence, if I am doing something and I'm not doing it correctly, and then someone comes alongside and brings a correction, and so now I can do it correctly, guess what I'm going to grow in? Confidence to do the thing. Scripture is also good for training in righteousness. Sometimes I need to be encouraged to walk in righteousness. And when I am in a good and faithful community and people see the life that I'm living, they hear how I'm speaking to my children. They see how I'm treating my husband. I have those friends that I have invited into my life and I have said, when you see me stepping out of line, would you encourage me? Would you correct me if it doesn't line up with the word of God? If we want to be an encouragement to others, we must be rooted in Jesus and his word. Number two, if we want to be an encouragement, we want to be reminded that God encourages us. And he encourages us so that we can be an encouragement to others. Romans 15, 5 says, Now may the God who gives endurance and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another according to Christ Jesus. Now, Let's acknowledge that we need endurance and that with that endurance, if we're enduring something, what is it? Is it something that is happening in our life, something at work? Is it a relationship? Is it financial? Is it a sickness? Endurance is needed in this life. I love that God not only gives us endurance, but he also encourages us. He also emboldens us. He also gives us confidence to be able to, this is very interesting, live in harmony with one another. Come on, somebody. If you are around any other person, there needs to be, <laughs> there will definitely be an opportunity where harmony has to be realigned. Our harmony has to be worked for. Our harmony has to be something where we stop and recognize we don't got it. But isn't it so good that God gives us endurance and encouragement to live in harmony with one another. And this is what I love in this verse, according to Christ Jesus. At no time within our community ties is the Lord in heaven saying, go ahead and do it on your own. No, he has given us his son, Jesus Christ, so that we can have endurance and encouragement to be in harmony with one another. We don't have to do it on our own. God is encouraging us. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4 says, 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. He comforts us in all affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. There's another translation that everywhere where you heard the word comfort, it says encouragement. The mercies and the God of all encouragement. He encourages us in our affliction so that we may be able to encourage those who are in any kind of affliction through the encouragement we ourselves receive from God. Now hear me. The things that you are walking through right now, it is not just so that you can be an encouragement to somebody else. The things that you are experiencing right now that may be very difficult. It may be the most difficult thing that you've ever walked through in your life before. It's not just happening. We happen to live in a broken and fallen world. John 16, tells us that in this life, we will have trouble. But we can take heart because Jesus has overcome the world. And if he has overcome the world, whatever it is that you are walking through, it is not going to be wasted. I love that in this verse that God tells us that the comfort that he gives to us, we can then in turn give that same comfort to somebody else. It's almost a principle that we see regularly in scripture. The thing that you have been given is never to be consumed just with you and yours, but it is meant to be shared with others. There's a saying that goes around, actually it's actually in the Bible, we are blessed to be a blessing. Now I'm doubting myself on whether that's an actual scripture. Is that the same as godliness is next to cleanliness? That's not a scripture, I know that for sure but I'm going to have to double check. Maybe it'll be in your notes later. But definitely God has blessed us so that we can be a blessing because he tells us right here in the scripture, the comfort that we've received, we are able to give to others. Number three, how are we to be an encouragement to others? Hebrews 3.13 says, but encourage each other daily while it is still called today so that none of you is hardened by sin's deception. Daily is a word that absolutely jumped out at me. Not every once in a while, not when I feel like it, but daily to encourage those that are around me. Does this require some intention? Absolutely. The people that live in your house, the ones that grate on your nerves on occasion, the ones that or maybe yay high that you've said, hey, would you do this? And you've said it, I don't know, 100 times and still maybe they haven't done the thing that you've asked them to do. It means even them. Let's encourage one another daily while it is called today so that none of you is hardened by sin's deception. So let's think about this. God's word is equating encouragement for one another to the hardening of sin. So if we take this to its full conclusion, if we are operating in life without encouragement, if we are operating in life outside of community, then when we are walking through a world that is full of sin, our hearts can be hardened because we are not being encouraged. Let's think back to the definition of encouragement, to embolden, to give confidence, to give courage. When someone says to you, you don't have to give in to this. You don't have to continue living the way that you used to live before you came into relationship with Jesus Christ. 
You don't have to respond the same way that you used to respond. Scripture tells us that if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. So if we will remember to encourage one another daily, we are in effect putting a guard in helping those that we are in community with so that they are not hardened by sin's deception. Who knows, but what if the encouragement that you are giving is such a timely word to the person that you are speaking to that it changes their mind about a decision that they were going to make. It could be the difference between someone walking towards the Lord or walking away from the Lord. Portia, you're putting a big deal on encouragement. It's a spiritual gift. It is something that Holy Spirit empowers us to do. So it's very, very important that we encourage one another daily. Encouragement keeps the heart soft. Hebrews 10 verses 24 and 25 says, And let us watch out for one another to provoke love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day approaching. There's a lot of one another in this encouragement that we're talking about right now. And in order for us to do that, we've got to come together. Now, I want to speak to the person who immediately, when you heard in this verse, as some are in the habit of doing, you are not condemned. If you have not been regularly gathering with a community of believers, today is a great day to start. This next weekend is a great time to start. This is the time for you to get back into the community that God has provided for you. Do not for a moment listen to the voice that says, see God's mad at you because you haven't been showing up in Christian community. God is absolutely not mad at you. In Romans chapter 8, it tells us that we are not condemned because we belong to Jesus Christ. So when you come back together, we come back together so that we can provoke or encourage love and good works. When you're around other people that are working out, what do you want to do? Work out. When you're around people that are eating good food, what do you want to do? Eat good food. When you're around people that maybe are laughing or singing or dancing, what do you want to do? You want to laugh, sing, or dance because you're being provoked to those things. In the same way, when we come together in community, we get to encourage each other. We get to encourage each other to read God's word. When we get to hear how someone else has been reading and we hear how Holy Spirit has revealed himself to them through the word of God. When we come together in Christian community, we get to hear how God is answering prayers. When we come together in Christian community, we get to share our burdens. We share our burdens with one another and fulfill the law of Christ. God did not intend for us to live our lives alone. Can you serve God by yourself? Theoretically, yes. Because we know that we have brothers and sisters around the world that are in solitary confinement because they have named the name of Jesus. But are they alone? No, because our Heavenly Father has promised never to leave them or never to forsake them. But those under the sound of my voice, I'm going to go out on a limb and say we are not confined to ourselves. We are meant to be in community. We are meant to be with one another so that we can encourage one another. So we can encourage each other to do good works. I have friends that when I talk to them on the phone and they're telling me what they're doing, maybe it's spring cleaning because the sun is shining. 
whenever the sun shines, I can see all of the dust in my house. And so while I celebrate the sunshine, I also feel this overwhelming need to clean my house. So if I'm talking to one of my girlfriends and she's like, oh, I was free cleaning or I'm organizing, just even that community talking on the phone, and I'm going to do this because I'm old school and I grew up with landlines or you had to hold the phone like this. But for all of you that were born after me, we could also do it like this, that you could talk on your phone. Um, but also like me, I talk on my phone like this because my speaker doesn't work on my ear, so I have to put it on speaker, so I just hold my phone out like this anyway. So when we come together, we are encouraging one another because just being around other people, when you hear the good things that they are doing, even when you hear the struggles that they are walking through, we are able to put courage in because that's what encouragement means. Now, I want to speak to you because I just referenced talking on the phone. I read an article the other day that talked about having one meaningful conversation a day is beneficial to your mental well-being and is beneficial to your heart and your soul. Sometimes we go through seasons where we can't physically be with other people. We just came out of a season three years ago where that was the case. Being together over a screen where you are actually interacting with the other person on the other side counts. Now, if you are able to physically be with community, be with community. Don't cheat other people from your presence and don't cheat yourself from other people's presence by not being with them. God desires for us to be together. The last part of this verse in Hebrews 10 verse 25 says, all the more talking about encouraging one another as you see the day approaching. The day approaching that is talked about in this verse is Jesus is coming back. And when Jesus is coming back, it means the world around us is getting darker. Now more than ever, we need Christian community so that we can embolden one another, so that we can give courage and confidence to one another, so that we can spur one another on to good works and holiness, so that we can be holier than everybody else. No, but so that we can stay close to the person of Jesus Christ. And so I encourage you today, dear sister, stay in community so that you can be an encouragement to those that you were going to see in that community. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your word. I thank you that you have brought us together to be in community. Lord, I pray for the one who has struggled being in community. God, if they feel condemned, I ask that they would be broken off of them in the name of Jesus because we are not condemned in Jesus Christ. Lord, if there have been past hurts that have come from community, I ask that you would heal those as well because you are the one who can heal our souls. You are the one who can cause walls to come down so that we can be in the community that you have provided for us so that we can be an encouragement one to another. I bless every daughter of yours under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus. We love you, God, in your name. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day.